Hello and welcome to the ChannelBuzz.ca podcast. I'm Robert.Editor of ChannelBuzz.ca and as always your host for the show. Uh, today we welcome back a frequent guest to the podcast, Eric Chong, Enterprise Client Technical Sales Specialist at Intel. Uh, Eric, you'll recall, has joined us in the past to talk about vPro, the manageability and security stack for Intel-powered PCs. Well, today we're talking about an Intel reference architecture for PCs, but it's not vPro. Chong joins us today to talk about Evo, its latest push to define the state of the art in terms of user experience for PCs. Think of it as Ultrabook for the next generation as Evo helps ensure customers get the best possible experience in terms of size, weight, battery life and charging, performance, and much more. Uh, Chong walks us through what a PC has to have and do to be badged as Evo, the evolution of the standard over the last two years, uh, how Evo addresses the experience with peripherals, and whether Evo is for commercial or consumer machines. We talk about the intersection of Evo and vPro, and we really get into why solution providers should be thinking about Evo when it comes to recommending or selling PCs to their customers. It's a great conversation, so let's get right into it. My chat with Intel's Eric Chong. Eric, good to talk to you again. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having me again, Rob. So in our in our previous chats, we've we've talked about uh, the vPro brand and and what it is and and how it works for partners and some sort of advice on uh, on how partners can get the most out of vPro. But along with the rise of vPro as a, a brand from uh, from Intel, we've also seen over the last year or so, I guess, the the Evo brand. And I know it's it's different, but I wanted to take some time to pick your mind on it and and figure out how it kind of uh, fits into the equation. And I know it's it's obviously different in that it's not a uh, a, a spec for uh, kind of the IT side of things, but uh, perhaps more um, more reminiscent to uh, to what you guys did uh, on the reference uh, platform with with Ultrabook back in the day. For those of us who've got some uh, some gray in our beards, um, I, I guess to throw it open, can you can you tell me a little bit about what uh, what Evo is and and how it kind of fits into the uh, the user experience? Sure. So. Let me just cover vPro again, because you will see both brandings in the marketplace at the same time, both vPro and Evo. I know it's a tongue mm-hmm. twister. So vPro, very simply put, is best for business. So they're very specific specifications that Intel requires ingredients that the machine has to have, and it makes the IT um, person's lives a lot easier. That's very simply put what vPro is. Evo is really best user experience. In other words, mm. sometimes those Two pieces don't always mix, but Evo is really the best user experience. And you mentioned Ultrabook. So if you remember going back in the day, Intel had a specification called Ultrabook, where the manufacturers have to make a machine that met certain specifications for size, weight, responsiveness. And really, the Ultrabook labeling went away because Intel felt we actually made enough of a presence in the marketplace where people were making these slim and um, slim and light notebooks. So we kind of got away from the Ultrabook standard oh, four years ago or so. But we reintroduced it now as, as Evo with a very similar set of specifications that are designed for best user experience. And we've added some additional pieces and it's, it's changed a lot. You know, it's evolved, funny enough, uh, Evo evolved um, o- over the years. And 
right now we're actually in our technically our third generation of Evo, but it first came in the market in Q1 of 2021. So that would have been on our 11th generation products in, in, in the terms of actual official Evo brand. You see the Evo sticker on, on that device. But what Evo does is Intel's done a lot of studies with user groups. We've done a lot of research and what's important to the actual users and how can we actually measure that and how can we actually make those requirements as part of the actual PC itself. And that's how kind of how Evo evolved into the marketplace. Now, in terms of, you know, the best user experience, just using the Ultrabook example, again, going back in the day, there are very specific specifications. So let's say, for example, right now I'm using a 13-inch notebook. If it's a 13-inch notebook, Intel has very specific specifications in terms of X, Y, Z dimensions for that notebook that it cannot exceed. It has very specific um, dimensions for the bezel size, which the manufacturers can exceed. And for weight, it can exceed a certain weight if it's a 13-inch notebook. And we have similar specifications for 14-inch and 15-inch notebooks as well. Mm-hmm. But from a physical platform, they have to meet those requirements. And then actually in terms of other user experiences, uh, such as battery life, you don't want to have a one-hour battery life, we have very specific requirements that they must meet. So, for example, on a full charge, the device has to be able to run at least nine hours. From a zero charge, um, i.e. you're at an airport, you plug into the wall for 30 minutes, you have to get at least four hours of runtime from that 30-minute charge. And then there's a whole bunch of other specifications for user experience. So for example, how fast does it take to open up a web page? How fast does it hmm. you know, take to convert something from you know, Word into a PDF? So we have a bunch of responsiveness um, that we actually measure uh, that the machines must meet. So the OEMs will have to you know, send their evil designs to us, and we actually will test there's a hundred different tests that we actually go through in terms of to meet the weight requirements, um, you know, size requirements, responsiveness, mm-hmm. battery life, all those things. And we'll, we'll discuss a bit more in terms of the other requirements, but very high level evil is best user experience. All right. And uh, that covers obviously a, a wide range of potential uh, user interests, user needs, user types. Is, is this, a, is, is this a, a business spec? Is this a consumer spec? Is this all of the above? How, did, how is it positioned in that regard? Yeah, it's a great question. So it is both a spec for both consumer machines and commercial machines, commercial mm. being IEV pro-based devices. So if you walk into a real retail, retail, retail store, you will see uh, potentially the EVO badge on the devices. And similarly, you will see the actual EVO badging on the um, on the commercial machines as well, assuming they meet those, those specifications. Mm-hmm. So when we went through the actual research, you know, the use consumers, the consumers and the actual corporate users have very similar requirements. They want thin and light devices. They want responsiveness. And they also want things um, such as nowadays, the audio quality. Like for example, we're on a call <laughs> right now. They want good audio quality. So not just audio, but video quality. So what we've done is we have a very specific measurable, which is very key, um, specifications. So for example, the microphones have to be at least 64 decibel signal to noise ratio namely very high quality microphone. You have to have at least two of them and they must be matched within plus or minus one decibel. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual speakers themselves have to play, I believe it's at 80 dB at 50 centimeters. Uh, so you have to have hear the stuff very clearly. And not only that, over a wide frequency range, I don't remember the exact spec, I think it's like around 300 Hertz to uh, 10 K Hertz. So you have to have this very enriching sound. So people have to hear you clearly on their end and you can hear them very clearly as well. 
And again, even the cameras, we have very specific specifications for the quality of the pixel density on the actual camera itself. So you can see me very clearly on the other end as well. So it's not just the actual physical piece and the responsiveness, but the actual video collaboration piece. And just to add to that, Right now, we just announced, or Intel just announced the 12th generation products in the marketplace. And mm -hmm. right now, we're actually on our third kind of versioning of, of Evo. Not to get too much in the weeds, but we call this project Athena, which you might have seen in the, in the, in the marketplace. And, yes. But the Evo branding is really the second generation. Now we're on third generation. Because of the pandemic, we know a lot of people are now working from home. We even have specifications now on the current generation products of how loud the actual PC runs. In other words, electronics, how loud the capacitor is allowed to buzz. Um, even the fan running at full speed, it can't exceed a certain threshold in terms of sound. So that way, if you work in your office, it's quiet. You don't want this fan, you know, sounding like a jet engine in the background. So we actually have these specifications that all, again, attribute to the overall user experience. And that, that as you as you rightly point out, especially especially nowadays, cuts uh, may have, may have cut once upon a time, sort of in a consumerish direction. But that's a real uh, business users' concern these days. Not that you know business users in, in the executive suite haven't been concerned all the time about having a a nice light and thin device that uh, that hopefully runs for a while. So, so we've talked about kind of the the specs in terms of size and uh, and and some of the the capabilities on on video and audio and those sorts of things. Uh, in, in terms of other performance metrics, what do you what are the bars you have to clear to uh, to get that Evo badge slapped on your device? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So, for example, just like with V Pro, you won't see any V Pro branding machines. Anything with less than an i5, evil's the same way. You have to have very specific performance metrics on the CPU. The memory has to have be a minimum of, uh, of eight, eight gigabytes of, of memory on the device. And even the SSD itself has to, be, it has to be an SSD number one, and it has to be at least 256 gigs in terms of size. So we have various performance metrics. Now, if we extend that, in the 11th generation, Intel brought something to market called Iris XE Graphics. It's, mm -hmm. It can be a bit confusing, but... Our Iris XE graphics is the architecture, but the actual branding requires specific pieces in place. Namely, it requires dual channel memory. So because it's integrated graphics, it uses the actual DRAM as the me mechanism to transfer data back and forth. And dual channel memory, what that means is that if you have two DIMMs, it's going to be running in dual channel because it gives you 128-bit width versus 64-bit width. Um, but at the end of the day, it's twice the bandwidth. And then if you have that dual channel memory on your machine, you then get what they call Iris XC graphics branding on that machine. In other words, you have the best integrated graphics in the marketplace. Evil has a requirement that you must have Iris XE graphics on the machine. Now, the good news is that most of the um, Evo devices in the marketplace um, usually have soldered on memory. So you pretty much guaranteed you're going to get dual channel memory anyways, which will meet the Iris XE branding requirement, which is required for the Evo branding. So you're going to get performance in terms of the CPU, memory, uh, even on the integrated graphics as well. So, so all this sort of adds up from a from a partner's perspective. It's it's an uh, an easy button or an, an easy checkmark to uh, to point users towards in terms of an end device that is is going to meet the needs of the business today and uh, and have some some cool factor to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when the, our partners recommend the evil devices, they they the users are going to know they're going to get a very very high quality 
high quality user experience machine with measurable metrics behind it. Uh, that's really, it's kind of the known entity. I'm getting a certain level of performance that should meet my requirements, especially in today's world now with, you know, the um, working from home scenario where a lot of companies aren't even going back to the office. And even back at the office, you're carrying your mm-hmm. notebook from room to room. You don't want to be carrying a brick. You want to be carrying something that's, that's thin and light. All right. So this this isn't a video medium, but you're going to have to trust me, dear listener, that Eric is wearing a headset as we speak. And I wanted to uh, to address that because obviously when you're when you're talking about doing things like video chat for work, often there are these accessories. Uh, a lot is baked into the device. But how does Evo work with uh, with uh, with accessories like headsets and and other things that uh, that business users want or that uh, that home users are are going to use for the same or or their own applications? Yeah, so Evo, the specification itself is for the actual PC, but what Intel's mm-hmm. done is we have a program called Engineered for Evo, which extends that to accessories, again, that they must meet a very specific requirement that is measurable. So as you mentioned, Rob, I'm actually wearing the Poly 4320 headset, which is one of the um, initial devices or accessories that are what we call engineered for Evo. So we have these for wireless devices, for docking stations. So in other words, if the docking station is VPro enabled, uh, we can call it engineered for Evo. So, but in this Mm -hmm. case here, um, I trust you can hear me very clearly. I actually am running a device and we have very specific metrics again, in terms of the quality of the microphone, the quality of the headphones, but also usability as well. A lot of people don't like the dongles on the PC. So we do have a requirement that you actually can, we call Swift pair part of Windows 11. We can very quickly within under a second, under a second or two, pair this device to your device securely. So we, again, we extend this ecosystem outside and soon we'll be having programs as well as for mice and keyboards as well in terms of how they can actually get evil, the engineered for evil, I guess, kind of stamp or certification as well. So um, again, very, very popular headset. I'm using one. It's one of the first uh, devices out in the marketplace that is engineered for evil. Um, and, you know, again, I trust I sound pretty good on the other end. You do indeed. And I, I imagine once we get into to keyboards, my other devices, it's going to be the same idea, both in terms of performance and uh, easier streamlined pairing experience. Yeah, and the responsiveness as well. So that, that brings up a good point you reminded me, uh, Rob. So, you know, again, trust me, we're on video, but uh, I'm holding on my old headset. It's a Plantronics uh, Voyager Pro. Mm-hmm. And when I actually put it on, turn it on, it's connected both to my phone and to my PC. My phone, it connects right away, but the PC usually takes about 10 to 15 seconds where it says PC connected. One of the requirements for the injured for Evo is that it has to be able to be immediately paired or connected to your device within one second. So now um, when I turn on my headset, I don't have to wait the 15 seconds before I actually start a call. Because, you know, as, as we know, we run from meeting to meeting sometimes. Okay. I put my headset on and yeah. then you start talking, no one hears you because you're not connected. This has to be able to, Engineer for Evil has to be able to connect within one second. And as well as another part of the specification is because we're using our PCs and our phones, you have to be able to, on the headsets at least, you have to be able to connect um, simultaneously both to your phone and to your PC. Because a lot of the older devices, for example, would only pair mm-hmm. to one device. And then it's no good if just your PC, a phone call comes and you got to take off your headset and you know figure out which headset to use or you know hold the phone up old school. Cool. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of thought put into what the requirements are for the engineered for evil devices. So you touched on the fact that there've been some some sort of major uh, major evolutions. Pardon the pun again uh, through Evo in its uh, in its run through over the last couple of years. Can you can you kind of walk us through how how it's grown over the time it's been in the market? 
Yeah. So, so for each different, you know, each different revision, we're always looking at the actual specifications mm -hmm. and the video collaboration one where we actually have um, the quality of the speakers and the mics. Uh, that was in the previous generation. We've actually extended that now with some other features for um, AIs. In other words, how's the background mm -hmm. blurring work? Can you actually offload that on the GPU? So there's a little small nuances gotcha. that we actually have. And we'll continue to actually uh, create these different pieces. And the example I used earlier with the fan noise, that was not in the mm -hmm. previous generation of Evo branding, but it is new <laughs> for the 12th generation products. So as we continue on and actually talk to our, our end users, figure out what's important to them, we'll create these new standards that, that can be applied for the Evo badging as we go forward. So uh, a living standard, which is always a good thing in the technology industry where, uh, where both technology and expectations of technology tend to evolve rather quickly. Um, so if partners want to learn more and, and figure out, uh, you know, why they should be, uh, why they should be referring uh, Evo technology to their uh, customers, where can they go? Where can they point their customers to, uh, to learn more? The simplest spot probably is intel.com slash Evo, E-V-O. And it'll take you to the URL, which talks about our program, the products in the marketplace that currently have it. And, you know, for the for our partners, really, the devices they should be um, providing their customers are the Intel Evo V Pro. So it's a combination of both. So the badge will be a two-in-one where it'll say Evo powered by Core V Pro. Um, because you can get commercial devices that are just Evo. You can get commercial devices right. that are just V Pro. But you kind of best want the best of both worlds for both the benefit of the partner in terms of managing that device and for the actual end user will get the benefits of that user performance. Hey, if you can make both your, your end user, the ultimate end user of the device and the IT department or your technical people who are responsible for supporting that device happy, I, why not, right? Eric, appreciate your taking the time. Always a pleasure. Great. Thanks, Rob. There you have it, all about Evo, if you'll pardon the pun, with Intel's Eric Chong. I'd like to thank Eric for joining us for the podcast, thank Intel for their continuing support of the site, and of course, thank you for listening today. The ChannelBuzz.ca podcast will be back next week, and we'll be taking a look at the latest news in the world of spear phishing attacks, courtesy of new research from Barracuda MSP. If you want to be sure you're here for that, please do consider subscribing to or following the podcast in your app of choice. We promise no fishing, spear or otherwise. Uh, you can also leave us a rating or review should your podcast app support that, and we hope you will. Until next week, I'm Robert Dutt for ChannelBuzz.ca. Stay safe out there, and I'll see you around the channel.